Welcome back to another episode of Detroit vs. the NFL. If you're a new listener, my name's Calvin Little, and we are currently discussing um, what is happening in the offseason of the NFL and with the Detroit Lions, but when football's happening, um, I discuss, you know, the Lions games, you know, pregame, postgame, um, the other games in the NFL. So, yeah, make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy or, you know, follow whatever you do on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But yeah, with that, let's get right into it. Um, So to start off, we have the free agency going on. I figured I'd make a recap of that because it's a huge deal in the NFL. Now, if you're unaware of what free agency is, what it is is if, like, let's take the Lions, for example. If a player on the Lions doesn't really like what's going on in that team and they want to leave, they can leave that team and sign with another team. And it's really exciting because you see like a lot of, you know, cool quarterbacks and wide receivers and other really cool big players um, go to, you know, completely new teams with new chemistry. And it's just really cool to see, you know, oh, are they going to make that team better? Um, So, yeah, let's jump right into it. Um, So we'll start off with the Lions as usual. Uh, first up, they signed cornerback Cam Sutton from the Pittsburgh Steelers, showing that they are ready to boost the defense, um, and they already have plenty of good edge rushers, so they're showing that they're ready to branch out to another area of the defense, which is guarding the pass, um, helping out, you know, Kirby Joseph, um, back there with Cam Sutton. I've heard good things about this guy, so I'm personally happy that we've signed him. You know, anything helps this defense, and, you know, the experience with this guy and his skill will definitely help us, I feel like. Um, so it shows Detroit is, you know, ready to bump up that defense. Um, so, yeah, which I'm really excited about because, you know, I want to see this defense do really well this year, and I think, you know, starting in the free agent Uh, with the free agents and you know drafting defensive players is the way to go um so yeah and then our next piece the lions re-sign alex anzalone for a three-year deal i don't remember the exact money amount but i'm happy about that he's you know he's been around for a while so it's good to have you know sort of a good player that can sort of you know lead the team in a good direction um and sort of have a leader impact um i feel like is good because he's a good player and he is you know good for the team morality i feel like so that's good um for the team i feel like just to you know keep the experience going while also getting new people because if you get all new people then you know you're gonna have a fresh young roster which is good but also like you know everybody's new so you know more mistakes are going to be made having a guy like him where he knows what he's doing just sort of being able to lead the team um I don't know if he's the actual defensive captain or not but just somebody like that um sort of you know keep the glue between the team so yeah and then the Lions signing cornerback Emmanuel Mosley from the 49ers um also you know another bump up to this defense showing that they are ready to guard the pass two cornerbacks signed Um, I've also heard good things about this guy. 49ers have a pretty good defense, so definitely showing that Detroit is doing, you know, whatever they can to bump up this defense, and I'm also happy about this decision. Um, I feel like even though Detroit may, you know, spend a lot of money, I feel like it's worth it in the long run because, you know, I honestly think that this team is going to win the division next year, get a playoff spot, maybe make a run for like the divisional or championship round. Heck, they might even win a Super Bowl, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself here. But it just shows that, you know, Detroit is willing to take those steps to get improvement. And, you know, this guy, I've I've heard a lot of good things about him. 
good cornerback, able to guard the pass well, so yeah. And then the Lions going back to re-signing somebody. They re-signed John Kaminsky and Charles Harris. John Kaminsky, um, he's another edge rusher, and this kid has fire in him. He's ready to get at the quarterback. So I feel like he fits Detroit's, like, mental space really well of, like, that grit and pushing for, like, you know, getting to the quarterback and just fighting for, you know, every play. Um, John Kaminsky has it, and then Charles Harris, um, I think he got, like, a safety against the Commanders, so also another great, uh, rusher, um, so, yeah, you know, Detroit, I'm happy right now because this shows Detroit sees the problem, and instead of just saying, oh, we'll be okay because we made 9-8 and eight and made the playoff run, surely we can do that again, they're actually saying, no, there's a problem here, we need to draft defensive people, um, sign, you know, experienced free agents, and I would not be surprised if they did this again in the draft. Now, I know I pulled a mock draft last week and had us drafting a cornerback. Um, I'm going to find some new mock drafts after uh, free the free agency just to see where we might be going now because now you're really stacked. What are you going to add on to? Are you going to think maybe going more offensive, which I don't think they'll do and I don't think they should do? Um are you going to go maybe more edge rushers or cornerbacks? It's really wide open for them, um, so I'm really interested to see what the mock drafts are saying for them now. Um, but then Graham Glasgow from the Broncos returns back to Detroit. I honestly don't know too much about him. However, I feel like Detroit would want him back if he was good. And like I said at the beginning, anything helps for this defense. So I've, I really feel like you know Detroit's doing what they got to do. The good players are coming back. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, what this team is going to show us next season. Um, and then this one, this one hurts my heart. The Lions could not re-sign Jamal Williams. He is on the Saints. We play the Saints next year, so that'll be cool, you know, get a bit of a, of a rivalry, you know, seeing Jamal play again. But there's been some rumors going on as why he left. Now, what... The fan, the fan base is not happy Jamal left. He was a great person off the field, and he was a great runner on the field. Like, this guy had it all. He was such a kind, funny person. Like, you know, if you watch his Sunday Night Football post-game interview, man, it's hilarious. Like, he was just so much fun to, like, watch on and off the field. Um, he had some great touchdown celebrations. Like, he was just a great player that, like, could do his job very well and could also, like, be a great person off the field. And one thing, like, he said in his conference with the Saints is when there's darkness in the world, you have to be the light, which shows that, like, he is such an inspirational person off the field um, and just, you know, is really, like, that that happy guy that, you know, all like all the teammates can just say, man, just be like Jamal. He's such a great person. I was personally sad to see him leave, but what I wanted to get into with the was the rumors, and I'm not like trying to be a gossip like um, you know rumor type of person. I'm just saying that there's a lot of stuff floating around as to why he left. Now, what I do know is that Jamal didn't want to leave, and Detroit didn't want him to leave either. So like, he should be on the Lions right now, but he isn't. And there are two rumors going around. One, Detroit said. Um, says to all of their players, hey, if you're looking at leaving, please let us know by this date whether you want to stay or go. And that's, like, not a, you know, new concept. Teams, a lot of teams do that. Um, and so, you know, all the players said, hey, I'm out, or hey, I'm staying. 
um, and we never heard from Jamal. And that's usually, I think, the player's agent responsibility because everybody's blaming it on the agent, on his agent, that the agent never, like, got back to them um, or at least, like, represented the player. So everybody's saying, oh, Jamal Williams' agent fumbled the bag, couldn't get it done. Um, But another rumor that has been going around is... Jamal Williams in that same conference that I was just talking about said that Detroit's uh, offer for the money was in terms disrespectful, showing that he didn't feel like he was getting paid for his skill. I don't know what exactly Detroit was offering. However, Detroit loves, uh, well, I wouldn't say loves because, you know, the owners are getting better. I would just say Detroit, you know, I would not be uh, surprised if Detroit went the cheap skate route. Because, honestly, like, that's one thing I've heard is, you know, either teams spend too much money or don't spend enough. Detroit is one of those where they don't really spend enough. I do think that Sheila Ford-Hamp, who's the owner right now, is changing that and is doing a good job. But this might be one of those things where it was it the agent's fault who never made the call to, like, say whether he's going or not. Or was it, you know, the offer, which, quote-unquote, was disrespectful. Um, so I personally think it was the agent because that was what we first heard. Um, however, like Jamal Williams himself said the offer was disrespectful, but if you watch that whole interview, you can see he's hurting, like he doesn't enjoy saying this, like he's not being like, man, that offer was so disrespectful, they treated me like garbage, like he's like, like he's saying it like he's sad because like he didn't want to leave there, he enjoyed being there, but like it it just didn't work out, um which I'm personally really bummed out about. I love Jamal Williams. He could arguably be my favorite player of this season, but I'll enjoy seeing him again on the Saints. Um, I hope they do somewhat well. Um, however, I hope we whip the Saints good, and, you know, Jamal realized that maybe he should have stayed. But, you know, yeah. Um, and then since the Lions had a gap in the running back room, we got David Montgomery in free agency. He is an excellent running back from the Chicago Bears. Um, I know some fans are like, man, I would rather have Jamal. Well, in terms of like whether you like Jamal or not, you can't lie that David Montgomery is a really good running back. You know, he's maybe not top tier, but like he's at least at Jamal Williams or DeAndre Swift's level, or maybe even above that. So I'm glad that the Lions, you know, they saw an opportunity that, like, they were able to get and got it and saw that we have a hole in the running back room. Now we've got Swift and Montgomery. Hopefully the running back uh, position will still stay strong and, you know, be fluent in what's going on. Um, Hopefully able to stay the same or hopefully get better. Um, So that's just some more Detroit Lions free agency stuff. And then I know in last week's episode I said DJ Chark was uh, leaving. However, I he he is looking at going towards free agency, but like he isn't left yet. He hasn't really said anything. Um, so is he staying or leaving? I've heard rumors about both. I personally want him to stay. However, I think it's a win-win situation. He leaves. You have J- Jameson Williams in his in his shadow now emerging from the shadow to sort of be his own wide receiver plus Goff will have Josh Reynolds um and St. Brown and you know maybe you get a receiver in the draft if you really need one. If he stays great, you've got a great wide receiver. We saw DJ was able to connect with Goff um towards the last 6 weeks of the season. Um the only thing is is he going to be injured again? I don't think he will. However, like stuff happens. So, you know, I'm just wondering Will he stay or leave? 
Um, I'll hopefully be having more news for you guys the next time I record um, about that. But yeah, so that wraps it up for the Lions free agency segment. Overall, I feel like they've done well so far. However, like free agency doesn't end for a while. Like this was just the first week. So like I would not be surprised if they did more. I think they'll do more. However, like every day I come home, I came home from school and you know, sometimes if like something big happens, I'll write it down just so I remember like um, when I write the script for the podcast, what to talk about. Like, this week, I was like, oh my god, there's so much stuff happening. I can't keep track of it all. Um, so with the NFL and the Lions, I took the big stuff. I wrote down all the stuff that happened with the Lions because everything is important for the Lions. And then for the NFL, I took the big stuff because, like, you know, there were, like, cornerbacks and linebackers, which, you know, weren't too much of a big deal. But then you've got receivers um, and, you know, other, like, quarterbacks and stuff being traded and stuff. So, for the NFL free agency, I just took the most important stuff um, and, you know, went right at it. So, first up, this one happened the day after I recorded last week. So, you know, it was just like, oh man, I wish that happened the day I recorded because then I could have just gotten everything in. Jalen Ramsey, a cornerback from the Rams, is a Dolphin. And the Lions were looking at trying to get him, missed an opportunity, he's a Dolphin now. I'm not too upset now that the defense is looking better and it looks like we're going to have a good uh, offense or thing off season with like signing defense and, you know, a good next season with the defense. Um, so, you know, I'm personally now I'm OK with it. But, you know, it's just like a missed opportunity that Detroit could have gotten. Um, but yeah. And then the Bears, they went on a shopping spree, bro. Like they went full on like they like the bears like they're bottom of the division like they're not a threat to the lions with this shopping spree it's just like uh, maybe i'm not super worried about it but you know here's they got a ton of people here's who they signed running back deontay foreman from the panthers linebacker tremaine edmonds from the bills and linebacker tj edwards from the eagles and then guard Nate Davis from the Titans. That's like four or five people. Like, they went crazy um, showing that they're ready to bulk up the defense. They got DJ Moore as a wide receiver from the Panthers from trading the first-round pick. Like, you know, when we play the Bears, Fields is going to have some targets. The defense is looking more threatening with Tremaine Edmonds. So, like, Goff is going to... Goff in the offense is going to have some defensive players to look out for. The defense will see how well they can handle... Um, uh, shoot, what's his name? DJ Moore and Justin Fields. Um, you know, so the Bears may be becoming a threat. I'm not too worried, but I just know that some Lions fans are really upset at this. I watched a guy on YouTube got really upset at this, like, major shopping spree they had. Um, but personally, I don't think it's too much of a big deal. It's just, you know, something you gotta look out for. But then again, like, I, I guarantee you Vikings and Bears fans are saying this about us right now. Like, you know, you can't disregard any team right now because it's such a big moment um, in free agency. Like, you can't disregard it because next thing you know, you might be losing to them um, next season. So I don't want to completely disregard it, but I'm just saying I'm not too worried. However, it, it could go either way. Um, so, yeah. And then this one, the Bucks traded Tom Brady or Tom Brady retired, as we all know. So they get Baker Mayfield as their neck as their starting quarterback. And honestly, I think he's gonna start like two and one and everybody will be like, Yeah, Bucks are going and they'll be like 
two and four, and everybody won't care about them. Because honestly, Baker Mayfield, he's okay, but honestly, I think he's you know sort of losing his talent. And honestly, I think the Bucks will be okay with him for now. However, I don't think that he's gonna do a ton. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he will, but like, I just don't see see it happening. Um, as of now. However, anything can happen, but I just don't think that this is going to work out for them. So I think they'll stick with it with them for a couple of years. I don't think they'll draft a quarterback in the draft. Um, but, you know, you never know. I personally don't think it'll work out. However, it's just kind of one of those things where you go, oh, maybe. But, yeah. And then the next one, Taylor Heineke, quarterback from the Commanders, signs to the Falcons. He was honestly better than Carson Wentz, um, who was the starter for the Commanders. Um, honestly, I think Carson Wentz lost them that game against the Browns, which lost them playoff contention, um, and Taylor Heineke, uh, you know, played really well for when he did, so now he's on the Falcons, who, um, you know, let go of Marcus Mariota, which he went somewhere, but I don't remember where, I didn't put him in, because he wasn't very good, um, but he's not on the Falcons anymore, so he went to the Fal- Taylor Heineke went to the Falcons now, which, you know, I personally think will help the Falcons, we're playing the Falcons next year, um, so, you know, it will definitely be interesting to see what can he do on there, um, so, yeah, and then next up, Patriots signed Mike Gesicki, tight end from the Dolphins, he's, like, you know, top 15, top 10 quarterback in the league, so he is definitely, like, a good quarterback for the Patriots, um, so, for the Patriots here, I personally think you're, you gotta score for tight end, however, I did see, um, they lost, shoot, um, what what's his name? It's it's that what it's that one uh wide receiver Jacoby Myers. Yeah, they lost him. Um, so you know maybe you trade. I I don't think they like traded him to the Dolphins. Maybe they did, but like you know you lose a wide receiver, but you get a good tight end. Maybe they'll draft a wide receiver in the draft. You know I'm not really sure about that. And then Austin Eckler, running back from the Chargers, wants a trade. He's a pretty good running back. Um, but he's looking to get out of there, whether through trade or free agency, I'm not really sure, but, you know, I'm not sure if he's signed anybody yet, or signed with anybody yet, however, I haven't heard anything, but that's just something to keep your eye out for, because, uh, he, he doesn't want to stay with the Chargers anymore, I can't really blame him, they choked a 27-0 lead against the Jaguars in the playoffs, so, if that's how it's gonna go down there, I wouldn't want to be on there either, um, but yeah. And then I saved the best one for last. The Jets unofficially signed Aaron Rodgers. The paperwork hasn't been done. He hasn't signed the dotted line. But ladies and gentlemen, the day has come. The football gods have announced number 12's dynasty of Green Bay to come to a crushing end after a beautiful 8-9 season, 20-16 loss to the Detroit Lions in Lambeau. The dynasty is over, and the division belongs to Detroit. Just listen to that, everybody. Close your eyes and think of beautiful, peaceful football. One where Aaron Rodgers doesn't go in a hobbit hole for a week to decide where he's going to play, or control the entire NFL by claiming he's the greatest of all time. He never actually said that, but, you know... He certainly has a bit of a chip on his shoulder. But get this. So here's how it all went down. He goes to like this. Um, I, I already told you guys about his darkness retreat. He went to like it, this hobbit hole place. Well, it looked like a hobbit hole. Um, 
He sits there for, I think, four days straight, comes out, waits a week just to get all the media attention uh, he, he can get, and then goes to the, he talks to the Jets at their training camp, that's all we hear, then a couple of days later, like a kid asking Santa Claus for Christmas presents, he gives the Jets a list of all teammates he wants. He wants Odell Beckham Jr., Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. And the Jets were like, okay, we, we can do that. So they signed Alan Lazard. I don't think they can get Randall Cobb or Odell Beckham. But, you know, he, he Aaron Rodgers was like, yeah, I'll come play, but uh, you gotta get everybody on this list first. And I think the Jets were like, okay, guys, we can do this. We just need to get argue like a top five wide receiver and two of his former teammates, and then we can get him. And you know, I think after they got Alan Lazard, he's like, "Okay, you've shown me your true dedication to dra to getting me as your quarterback. I'm ready." He hasn't signed any paperwork yet, but like we all know, he's going there. So finally, the division is ours. Like, the, the the world is set up for the Lions to have a great season. Aaron Rodgers has left, the Vikings are frauds, the Bears are irrelevant. Like, and like, coming off a 9-8 season with a defense that just needs some work and, you know, a really good offense, like, the path is set. The, like, we just need the season to be here. Like, I just want to press skip and just get to September. I mean, I won't skip summer break because I need time off. But, like, I just want to press a skip button and get to football because then I can see, like, is this team actually going to go to the playoffs? Um, but yeah, so, and I know Packers fans are like, well, you didn't make the playoffs either. Guess who had the winning, winning record, buddy? We did. We had, we got nine and eight. You had eight and nine. And I know Aaron Rodgers, like, before the game was like, everybody wasn't worried about, about the Packers. Now what are they going to say? Yeah, we're going to say you lost, buddy. You didn't, you didn't play good. And you know, what are you doing? You're leaving. And we're never going to have to worry about you ever again. And thank God, because, well, thank the football gods, because, it's all it's all them guys. So, yeah. Anyway, enough about my ranting. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, I might be back next week. It just depends what's going on. Like I know I said, um, w once or twice a month. Honestly, I didn't really know what the off off season was going to be like. I've never done a podcast during the off season before. You know, it's kind of my rookie year. Next year, I got it though. So I'll keep my eyes peeled for what's going on. If a ton of stuff happens, I'll make something. If only like one or two things happen, uh, probably not. However, draft is coming up in late April, so that's like the next big major event. I know in my first off-season episode, I sort of gave a timeline of the Combine, which happened last week, which I sort of talked about um, of who the Lions were going to look for. Then we just had free agency open, so if a ton of other players sign with new teams, I'll do um, an episode on that, and then we've got the draft, and then from then on, it's summer until football season starts, and I'm, I don't know when free agency closes, but, like, it's open for a while, so, like, this won't be the last we hear of, uh, free agency stuff, so, yeah, and then one other thing, I know I posted, like, at five o'clock, but I had, like, a super busy spring clean cleaning chore day, I did, like, six hours of chores total, I, I just want to die right now, honestly, um, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. Keep your eyes peeled for an episode. Make sure to like and follow. And if you're on Spotify, click that little ring-a-ding button that looks like a bell. It'll notify you every time we get an episode. And finally, go 
to your email, put in Detroit versus the NFL at gmail.com. Email us any of your offseason questions, like, you know, hey, I love this team. Who do you think they're going to sign? Or, you know, hey, did you hear about this piece of news from this team? Or anything like that. Or ask me random questions like what my favorite chip flavor is. I honestly don't care. Um, but, yeah. So, thank you guys so much for listening. And have a great rest of your weekend. Yeah.